Welcome to Startupville, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm Mike Wolsfeld, our host is Dan Gold, and joining me today is the three winners from the Colaunch Accelerator cohort in December. Nelson Wani of Autumn. Our company Autumn uh, creates software for the manufacturing industry and we digitize operator assets. So that's shop drawing, assembly instructions. Um, we digitize that, put it in a tablet and assign tablets to operators, keeping the communication lines between management and the shop floor open and increasing efficiencies. Alicia Esmail of Road Coffee. What we do is we've created an online platform for coffee exporters to sell directly to roasters, cutting out the middleman. We proved that out through a coffee roasting company named Road Coffee, and now we're going to try and take that to scale. And Christy Amon of High On Consignment. I started a company called Kiddos last year, and we are essentially using the software that we use to run our big consignment event and making the software available to similar uh, kids' consignment events and ski swaps across Canada. In today's episode, we discuss their experience going through the crash course that is the Colaunch Accelerator program and where their companies are headed moving forward. Welcome to Startupville. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charlton Communications. I'd like to thank you all for joining us here on Startupville. It's been a very exciting time uh, watching your journeys. Um, it was the second co-launch uh, accelerator cohort. Um, uh, Chrissy got the 10K and both Alicia and Nelson, you got the 5Ks. Obviously, you know this, but I'm telling the people who are watching and listening to this. Um, I kind of want to go back to the start and maybe if we could start with you, Nelson. And what was, what was your journey to getting into the program in the first place? Um, so actually I've been a friend of Colabs for a while. I've been in and out of the space doing a lot of my homework there, doing some programming there. Um, and so when they had the co-launch uh, event, since I was kind of already working on some startup, it was kind of a natural fit to apply. Um, of course, uh, I didn't win with the original idea that I had, um, but it evolved um, and changed as we went through a lot of those uh, mentorship sessions and, and whatnot. But overall, uh, it, getting into the program uh, was more or less the natural progression um, in being part of the Collabs community. Um, and they were willing to accept me. Um, and I learned a ton of it and I met some really amazing people. Alicia, you came from um, an entrepreneurial background already. You have of uh, your own uh, entity with Rogue Coffee. How, how did you make the decision to even enter this program? Well, I realized about a year and a half ago that my current trajectory of Road Coffee wasn't going to fully solve the problem I initially set out to solve before I started Road Coffee. I wanted to change the inefficiencies of a traditional value chain. And though Road is doing that on a smaller scale, I really want to disrupt the industry. And so I started to realize very quickly that tech can be the solution to that. And that's kind of what led me to, like Nelson, become a friend of Colabs. Uh, they also drink road in, in the office there. And so I just started hanging out and talking to people there and quickly realized there's a lot of smart people and innovation sparked and here we are. And Christy, just from, from your point of view, you came, came from um, a, an entrepreneurial business background as well. So why did you get into this? Uh, <laughs> it's funny, Alex actually pulled me aside after our first meeting 
and said that I had the weakest application of the whole group. <laughs> uh, he said, consignment's not sexy and you'll have an opportunity to learn a lot through this and kind of take what it, um, what you will from it. Essentially, I wasn't looking to build a tech company. I was looking to scale kiddos. And I actually, my application was to grow uh, our event business. And one little line in there talked about um, white labeling the software. And that's the piece that they kind of grabbed on and said, there's your opportunity, there's your business, there's why you're here. And um, so I think I'm only here because a few people kind of showed me the opportunity that we had, uh, that we had essentially developed without knowing it. Was it hard from your point of view to then um, pivot your focus? Because you'd got into it with a very, I'd imagine, clear idea of this is us, this is the shape of us, this is what we do. And suddenly there's someone saying, ah, but this is where the magic might be at this point. Yeah, and I cried. It actually happened first in, um, it happened first in Regina. We were part of a 24-hour startup uh, kind of accelerator program. And then through co-launch, um, it was a very tough pill to swallow and upsetting at first because you kind of have your heart set on something, uh, but then very exciting. And um, yeah, it's been a journey for sure. So I'm going to ask this. I'm going to ask the same question to all of you with with your journeys that you've had. What was what was the um, what was the overall feeling of being involved within the program, the, the accelerator experience? Um, Alicia. The accelerator experience taught me so much. I, I didn't know a lot about the tech world before I entered it and it felt like a crash course. Uh, it was pretty intense, uh, really stressful on top of like every, like the day to day normal, but meeting with mentors, learning what we learned in two months like you don't even get that sometimes in a university degree and it was so practical and so every week things shifted and changed and and i feel like what we learned during that time was just invaluable and and nelson what about what about your experience how did you find it as a journey um i think i think the biggest thing is that recognizing that i'm not alone um, it, it, I've spent a, a little while trying to look for um, entrepreneurial minded people that are still in that starting stages. Um, and it's really difficult to, to, to get everyone to pull up out of the woods. Um, but here was co-launch with, you know, a concentration of all these really ambitious people. Um, and, and it's really created some really great relationships because even now I can I, I can talk to, to Chris here or Alicia and, and ask them how things are going. Um, and they're not too far from where I currently stand. So their advice is immediately applicable. Um, I'm not talking to people about how to exit a $200 million company. I'm asking them how to incorporate, how to make their first iron. I, I think those relationships are, you can't put a price on that. That's an interesting point, and it's been said many a time. And maybe, Chrissy, you could talk to uh, what Nelson just said. How do you find that suddenly being immersed in this uh, different world and seeing people with different backgrounds, different projects, different objectives coming together, how did that help with uh, building your community and working with other people, support for others and support for yourself? You know, it's interesting uh, because there's no company that's similar in this space. And so you have an opportunity to learn from someone by just by them telling their story. They're not preaching to you. They're not telling you what to do, how to do it. They're just saying, here's what I went through. Um, And just by hearing other stories, you learn from those experiences how to carry out your business. 
I certainly wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't have been a part of co-launch 100%. And what about the um, the advice and the support network? Network. How do you find that's been? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's hard to know at first whose advice to take because everyone has an opinion. Um, but you you kind of go with your gut and it all comes down to having the ability to pick yourself up after a hard day and having the right people in place to say, hey, I understand the challenges you're going through. Here's how you get through it. Because uh, it's very difficult. Any startup is difficult, but especially in tech, navigating your way and finding your space is um, challenging, but the mentorship is key. Okay, so here's where I'm going to ask my question, but it's going to divert into two pathways. I think it's going to go in one pathway for Alicia and Christy and another pathway for Nelson. And I'll start with, um, I'll start with you, Christy. Uh, as a non-tech person, and the same for Alicia straight afterwards, as a non-tech person, how did you find navigating the tech pathways and getting the support that you needed? You know, the hardest thing is because here we are like hiring people to do a job that we don't actually know what they're doing. Um, and I've had a previous business for seven years. And anytime I hire someone, I know what they're coming in to do. I understand their role. Uh, here I'm hiring someone and just trusting they're going to do what they say they're going to do. Um, the trust component's been huge. It's kind of like jumping off a cliff and hoping everything's going to be okay. Uh, it's been the biggest challenge, actually, being a non-tech founder and not, not understanding that road. Um, but for me, I've weighed very heavily into sales um, and starting to talk to our customers. So although it's been challenging, I think my focus has also been really clear and that we know who we need to be in front of and where the relationships need to be built. Um, tech's not my strength, but at this point, it, it doesn't need to be. So uh, we're finding our way. And Alicia, the same question to you. I found the community incredibly helpful. There's so many amazing tech startups in Saskatchewan and it's it's very much Saskatchewan culture that people are here to help out. And so I found the community really helpful when I don't understand what a certain term means or uh, if I need a developer or not. Uh, I feel like I can ask anyone from inside Collabs to some of the other tech companies in the city, like people at Seven Shifts or Vendasta, Coconut Calendar, um, so the culture itself, I think, is really helpful for non-technical uh, backgrounds. But I think the biggest hurdle might have been for me was the self-confidence and feeling like, I remember at the beginning of co-launch, really feeling like, oh, I don't fit in here. I don't belong. And just having to, like, put on my big girl pants and be like, okay, this is the direction I want to go. I can do it and just kind of keep moving forward. And Nelson, the, the, the 180 degree question of coming from a tech background with tech knowledge, how did you find getting into the process and looking at the non-tech side of your uh, plans and your future? I think uh, you quickly realize that tech is the easy part. <laughs> it, it, the hard part comes after building something, uh, starting to deal with customers, trying to do sales, trying to handle rejection, trying to manage people. Um, all of these people skills that you can't really read a book about. Um, a lot of it is, is a lot of practice and learning by fire, right? And taking the advice as it's given. Um, and so it's been, at least for me, like it, now that uh, I'm trying to move out of the tech and start talking to people, it, it's a real tough challenge to kind of get over. I um, mean, it gives you a serious appreciation 
um, for what starting a startup is like. It's very little technical um, and a lot, um, you know, everything else. <laughs> okay, this is an open question off the back of what Nelson's just said and, and led into by Alicia. When it comes to taking your idea, your new idea or your evolved idea, how do you then go, okay, I've got the idea, I'm going to test it, and then ultimately, I've got to sell this. How am I going to communicate to people what the value proposition is? Who wants to go with that one first? Who's found that an easy journey? Who's had challenges with that? Um, I, I think it has probably been one of the most difficult things I've had to do. Um, you know, it, trying to explain value to people or trying to understand what they value um, and trying to get people to give you the time of day to listen to you. Um, I find it, even though oh, 10 people may be super supportive, a, a person, uh, even if you find one person that kind of outright says, I don't want the time for you, it's hard to not take that personally, especially when you've spent the last three months building out this baby. Um, and I don't know, like the first few times, like uh, I felt like vomiting so much, like even just going to, to shop doors and talk, asking for the manager, it's really tough. Um, but, you know, you, you eat a Snickers bar and, and you do it again. Do you find that your skin has thickened as a result of the first few knockbacks? And then, okay, <laughs> this is a process. This is a part of the game. This is, this is what happens. Well, you know what? In a sense, like it doesn't get easier, um, but I kind of wake up those mornings and I'm like, today is going to really suck and it's going to be really awful and I'm not going to like it, but it has to be done. So you know what? Like just eat crap, I guess. <laughs> and so it just gets done. <laughs> So how about the the other two there, Alicia or Christy? How have you found the uh, moving on to that next stage of going, okay, we've we've got this together. Now it's time to take it to market. Maybe maybe Alicia first. For sure. I found coming out of co-launch, I thought I was going to hit the ground running and things were going to be boom, boom, boom really quick. But my initial time after Kalanch, actually, uh, it felt like I was sledging through molasses for the first month. And things were moving really slow. I got really frustrated and disappointed in myself. And what am I doing wrong? Like, I know how to sell. Like, what's going on? Um, but just realizing that I didn't have as much thought out as I needed to. And also realizing when tackling large uh, large problems, the solution takes a little bit longer and just like learning, learning to be patient with myself and the process has been interesting. Um, and realizing like, you know, other people in the community as well, their companies might be bigger and further along, but sometimes they still are wrestling with the same things as early stage startups. It was really helpful. How about for you, Christy? You've been used to after after the seven years of doing what you were doing in the direction you were always doing it and and still supporting that side and then having to look at, okay, so now I've got this idea. It's it's a great idea. How am I going to monetize this? How, do, how is that working for you? Uh, my challenge has been we don't actually um, – we're in the process of redeveloping our entire uh, process. So we're not actually ready to sell anything. Um so that has challenges in itself because we're essentially looking for prototype customers to have faith in us that by the fall they can trust us 100% with what we're talking about doing. Um, so it's a challenge in that we're not actually walking through sales presentations and uh, a working product. We're talking through an idea and asking customers to take a leap of faith with, with us. 
Um, but in a way, it's kind of been a weight off my shoulders when we're when we're connecting with these potential customers. Uh, they're excited to build with us. So at this point, it, it's much more relationship building than selling. Um, it's it's been a neat experience. It's a whole new experience. As you're all reasonably fresh to this process, I'm really enjoying this because on previous episodes of Startupville, we've spoken to founders that are further down the road or mentors who have supported people and Jordan and, and other people who have been part of a system to support uh, those on that journey. Where I think I find one of the most interesting places is the work-life balance, the ability to to draw the line, the 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 uh, knowing or the uh, the discipline to go. Okay, I I don't want to be working eighteen-hour days every single day. I know I've got to work hard, but I've got to work smart. How do you manage a work-life balance? And I'll start that with uh, Christy. There's no balance. I'm the worst person to ask that question. <laughs> Moving on then, let's go to someone else. No, I'm kidding. You know, here's the thing. We have two young kids. I'm married. Um, for me, it's at this point trying to incorporate our family into the craziness that we're going through. Um, how do we, you know, where are we booking our hotel? Can they stay in? And there's water slides there. How can my husband be involved in sales? What are we talking about at the end of the day? Um, for me, with my family and friends, a lot of it is about business. A lot of it is about the journey that we're on. Um, but people want to be a part of that. There's not a lot of balance right now. It's early mornings and late nights. Um, we're just embracing it. How about you, Alicia? Balance is a funny thing. I don't. I don't know if balance really exists in the entrepreneurial journey, but I think. Um, healthiness does and so i kind of go these are my this is my golden rule for my life that i kind of developed over the last few years is i have my five tanks emotional mental spiritual relational and physical and i try to do a check-in once a week to see how i'm doing and if my tanks are full then i'll keep sprinting if one of them is is pretty low then i'll We'll just take a moment and see what I need to do to fill up that tank. Maybe it's a, a snack and a nap, or maybe it's going on an adventure with some friends. And Nelson, how about you? You haven't been sent working all hours that you've been given. Please say you've had some time to step back and, and still have a private life. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but... Uh, broken no, record alert. Say... <laughs> here we go. It was going to happen. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's really tough to find any balance. Um, I'm a full-time student as well, and I think the difference between being an entrepreneur and a student is that uh, you kind of know when you're done an assignment. You know, you're you know when you're done a project um but when you're an entrepreneur it's kind of never finished right like you you can go to sleep but you're not going to sleep thinking that you know you finished building a company it's just you've done what you could for today um so i i, I don't think there's much of a balance i think it's a lot more of an integration um how can you like christy said incorporate your friends your family the things you love like how can you derive joy from what it is you're already doing like throughout the entire day um, and I think if you can't do that, then then maybe entrepreneurship is more of a stress than a happiness for you. Um, but I think, you know, we, we find happiness in that space. And that's why we continue to do it. Having done gone on this journey so far, are any of you, you know, got a little notebook and you go and you look in the back of it and you go, OK, these are my uh, future ideas. Uh, OK, so it's. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, huh. um, are any of you at that point where you go, okay, I'm, I'm fully into this. My heart's in it. My focus is in this. 
but there's this inkling. There's a thing I'd like to do maybe further down the road. And now that I've learned more about the process and the challenges and the opportunities, maybe in five, six, seven, ten years' time, maybe that's another one I want to knock off my list. I, this is a free-for-all because there may be no one on this call that wants to do that. There may be all three of you. So whoever wants we to answer that. We have a trello board of ideas. <laughs> 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 it's nonstop I, every day. And, you know, there's a point that if I don't write it down or explore it, it kills me because it just eats me up as something that I need to explore. So our best way of handling that is just we are, we've identified it. It's, a, it's an avenue, but it's not today. No, it's, it's, it's funny you ask that because, like, the purpose of starting Autumn is to go through the process and learn enough what it's like uh, so that I can uh, hopefully in, like, five years' time, ten years' time, like, build the business I've had since I was a kid. Um, and so, 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 so that's what autumn is for me. Um, but as far as all the ideas down the road, I, I'm obviously, cause I try not to write of them. I try not to think them down. Um, because for myself personally, when things get really tough with autumn, I know that I'll start saying like, okay, maybe I should explore another one of these ideas. They might be a little easier. They might be a little quicker. Um, but I think I really want to drive this one as far as I possibly can. Um, and not, uh, dis personally distract myself with, with other ideas. Cause there are a lot of them. Yeah. Alicia, is there temptation? <laughs> oh, for sure. My biggest problem has always been focus. Actually, Alex and Jordan both told me that during co-launch because I, I, I was pivoting a little bit back and forth. I almost went in a totally different direction last minute. Um, so there's definitely, there's definitely other problems I, I want to solve in the future. But for now, the coffee industry is the one I'm, I'm chasing after full speed. Okay, as we come towards the end of this episode of Startupville, and I'll, I'll enable our listeners and viewers to get in touch with you because it's really good to, to close that loop, to bring them closer to you. Um, I'll get onto that in just a minute. I'd like, in three words from each of you, your advice to someone who is thinking about going down the route of joining an accelerator or becoming an entrepreneur, or to take the notes off the bit of paper and to look at those next steps. Three words, no more than three words. And you're not allowed <laughs> to add context and story behind it, but just three words to say, uh, this is the reason why you should give it a go. And I will start with, who looks, uh, who looks ready? Well, Nelson looks ready, oh, so I'll go, with Christy. I'll go with Christy instead. Uh, you got this. Okay, and Nelson? Love doing it. Oh, Alicia. Dream, persevere, and laugh. I like that. Very good. <laughs> and um, what I would say is if we put all these words onto a board, we've got a great motivational cloud to get people moving forwards on their journey. Um, if people are interested on what your projects are at the moment, or if you're available to give them advice or just to have a check in with them, how could they get in touch with you? And Alicia, let's go first. Feel free to drop me a line at alicia at roadcoffeeco.com or message me on Instagram or on my LinkedIn profile. And Christy. So Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y at hyon, H-Y-O-N dot C-A. Or you can call uh, me 551-8511. I'm 
way more of a phone person than an email person. I'm not really good at the tech stuff yet. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nelson. Uh, give me an email at wani101 at hotmail.com. Same email I've had since elementary. Um, or give me a LinkedIn shout uh, or 306-580-0205. It leaves me just to say a very big thank you to all of you for joining us here on Startupville. We're watching your journeys with great interest. And as more people come through the co-launch system, I'm sure that you'll be there with them watching from the sidelines, cheering them on. Thank you so much for joining us here on Startupville. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at wetellyourstories.ca. Our show is produced by me, Mike Wolsfeld, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from GG Riggs and Reactor Productions. Learn more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville, or find us on Facebook and Twitter at Startupville Pod. See you next time on Startupville. <laughs>